Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Membeis in Psochim. <clears throat> daf Membeis. Again, we learned for a four shleima for Tova Miriam Bastavora Mindel. <clears throat> We're uh, holding about uh, ten lines down on Membeis and Aleph at the two dots. Misha Tashmisha Shonach, Mei Tashmisha Shonachman, the water that the baker used, the Mishnah had said that the water that the baker had used because his hands, uh, the Mishnah didn't really say warm, but we'll see in today's Gemara, it's mash, but because their hands are, are warm, the water is warm, and it, of course it mixes with the uh, flour on his hands, and therefore that, that water is uh, chametz, and you have to, it has to be disposed of. So the Gemara says, one bride says, says show from and you have to spill it out on an incline. Obviously, if you're putting it in a uh, in a place that's hefker, that's not really your concern. If you're in a public area, but I assume it's even on your property. If you have, you have to do it in a place that's on an incline, so it'll roll down and therefore it'll dissipate. But you don't do it in a place that has that's flat, but it has broken pieces in it. What does that mean? The earth is like split up so that the water, so that the water will not uh, just evaporate and go away, but it might gather there, and then you'll have a uh, a pool of chametz. So one Bryce says that you have to do it on an incline, but you don't do it in a place which is uh, which is just a cracked up earth, split up earth. Another place says you could spill it in a place which has which is broken. I'm so kasha. Not not a, not a contradiction. If there's a lot of water there to kavu, so that the water collects in one place, that's a problem. You have chametz there. If there's not a lot of water there, it won't it won't collect, and eventually it'll it'll dissipate, it'll evaporate, or it'll run down. So Rav Yudah said this, and Rav Yudah spoke in Hebrew, and he said a woman should not need dough except with a water shalonu shalonu. In Hebrew means um, that ours, shalanu, like it's ours. But he was speaking about, in a different, in a different way, he was speaking about shalano. Shal, in other words, shalano, that stayed overnight. Shalan, like to stay overnight, to, to uh, sleep overnight. What was he talking about? Because, because when they made the, uh, the matzah and she needed the water, the water was, at that point, was very warm. After the winter, he says, interesting, babe, because of the, in the winter months, the way the sun reflects whatever in the sun, the sun and the skies, so the spring water is very warm. That's just how it is. Maybe that really is ice cotton because you find people go to hot springs in the winter and maybe in the summertime, some of those springs uh, are actually uh, cold. In any case, if the water from the springs was warm, you shouldn't need, the women shouldn't need the dough in there for Pesach because it'll turn to chametz. So he means, so what should you do? You should take that, they took the clean spring water, they wanted to use clean spring water, but they should leave it overnight so that it would uh, cool off, it wouldn't be so warm. So he meant to say, you should only use water, shalano, shalano, that stayed up, that shalan, that stayed overnight, that rested overnight, meaning that it wasn't directly from the spring and hot, rather it was cool. But Darsha Rav Masna, but Papunya, that's how Rav Yudah learned it, because shalan means like like we say, uh, nosar, something that stays overnight. If it stayed overnight, shalan, it stayed overnight. But he understood it, Darsha Rav Masna, Darsha in this same halacha in Papunya, in that city where the people were not as well versed. And Lamacher, and they thought that he meant you should only use our water, Elabamayim Shalanu, Shalar, you know, our water. 
So, uh, so the next day, Lamachar Isakuluchas, they all brought their pitches and said, "Okay, we're supposed to use your water, Rabbi. Where's where's your water? Give us some water. Here are our empty pitches." They put all their pitches. They said, Give us water. No, I meant water, which was bus. In, in the Aramaic, the Lushan of bus means to stay overnight. Uh, even if you stay in a hotel, Gemara says many times stories like that. He stayed overnight, bus. And that's what he means over here. Targum Shalano is Beso, Beso, that it stayed overnight. It's an Aramaic word. That's what I meant to say. I didn't mean to say Shalano, uh, my water. I meant to say Shalano, that water that stayed overnight. Darish Rava, Isha Lotosh Bahama Bahamashisha. Again, she shouldn't use hot water. So therefore she shouldn't need in the sun, where the sun might heat up the water, not even in a derivative of the sun, because the sun warms it up again. In other words, water that was heated up by the sun, that's also uh, that's also forbidden. Certainly, Rashi says, certainly if it was heated up by fire, you shouldn't use, uh, you shouldn't need dough in the sun. Even water that was drained from the cauldron, the cauldron is no longer, let's say, uh, not directly on the fire anymore, but still water at the bottom, the drain out from the bottom is still hot. You shouldn't use that. She shouldn't stop uh, being uh, involved and taking care of and uh, handling the uh, bread until she finishes, until it's all finished. She shouldn't pick her hands up out of the oven. It doesn't mean her hands are in the oven. It just means she shouldn't leave the oven, the area of the oven, until she's finished everything to make sure that uh, it didn't turn to chametz. Uh, listen to it very carefully. She needs two kalim of water, two vessels of water, but one that she uses to smear the bread. In other words, they smear the bread, they take water or whatever, sometimes oil or whatever, and smear the bread. And one that she cools off her hands. Meaning, when she cools off her hands, she puts her hands in that water, and that water is going to be disposed of. She has to cool off her hands, and then once her hands are cold, then she takes, puts those clean, cold hands into the other clea, the first clea, which, which she takes water out of that, and, uh, and, uh, and, and puts that on the, on the bread, that she smears the bread, she tops off the bread with that. So um, that's important. So that, why is that it's important to have two? Because if she uh, has one, so she's taking her hands, which have chametz on, which, which are full of dough, puts that in the water, and then the water... Uh, the water can uh, will will turn to chametz. We'll have chametz in there because the the warm water that she puts her hands into, as she her hands are, her hands are warm. She puts her hands that warms up that water, and uh, then um, uh, it'll turn to chametz. So therefore, she has two kalim. One which she so to speak cleans her hands off of, and that 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 she cools off her hands. Her hands are hot, and then after her hands are clean. And cool, she puts the water. She takes water from the other clee and smears that on the bread. If she would only have one clee, she'd effectively, because she can make the the matzah that she's making, she can make the dough into chametz. Over v'lashma. What happens if she didn't listen to us? We said here that she's supposed to. Um, she's not supposed to knead with uh, warm water. Make sure that it's uh, that it's cooled off. And um, and uh, she, those are the rules. That's what she's supposed to. Let's say she did. She did knead in hot water. So what do you say? But still, of course, now if it was obvious that it, uh, that it fermented and became uh, uh, leaven, uh, then clearly it would be chametz. There's no question about that. But here we're talking about what well, we saw her do it. Uh, she used hot water, but then we looked at it and it didn't seem to, uh, to be machmitz. It didn't seem to uh, uh, turn into leaven. Now, mazutur mamutur. Mazutur says it's mutter. 
Rashi Amasr, Omar Marzutra, Menarmi, how do I know that it's Motu? The Tanya, we learned in Dafmem, Ain Los in Asarm Pesach, you don't wash or soak the uh, bar, the barley on in uh, in water on Pesach, and that's to clean them off when you first use them. And if you did, if you did wash them in water, nispaku if they split open asurim, lo nispaku mutarim. As long as they didn't break open, it's mutar. So you see over here too, even though you're not supposed to, uh, we said that even though you're not supposed to wash the barley with water, but if you did, nothing. If nothing happened, lo nora. So he says the same thing over here. You're not supposed to knead the uh, dough in with warm water, lest it hasten to become chametz. But if you did, you know, as long as it didn't become chametz, it's okay. But Rashi says no. Omar at, Rashi says you just can't. Do, you can't. Uh, you can't extrapolate from one case to another. Atu kulu chada mechisa. Atu kulu Do you wait? Do you weave them all with one web? In other words, everything Allah has said by itself. Where we allowed it, we allowed it. Where we didn't allow, it, we did not. Now they're not talking about where it's really chametz. We're talking about where the where the rabbi said, "Don't use warm water lest it come to be chametz." And you used hot water. So Rashi says that's korov lemezid. You should listen to the chachamim and also. And what about we learned also in Dafmem that the um, goyisha dough you can use. You can't use it for. Uh, as long as it's kashla pesach, as long as it didn't come chametz, you can use it. You can eat eat with it on leil seder. It doesn't count for the matzah shal mitzvah because that has to be that has to be matzah shmur lishma. But you're allowed to eat it. So the difference is here. The rabbanon gave it knas because you were over on the words of the rabbanon. The rabbanon said, "Don't use warm water." That's pretty clear. And you used hot water. Maybe the case over there is different. Maybe over there, the svar we say marzutra says that it's mutter uh, to use. Um, uh, that, that, that the Bryce that Marzutra brings from about uh, soaking the barley uh, before you process it, you soak it to clean it off. Maybe that's different because everybody uh, everybody uh, does that, or uh, otherwise you wouldn't have clean uh, you wouldn't have clean dough. Whatever the reason is, but there the Rabbana were not metakin. If you didn't do it, we saw the machlokas back on Mem uh, uh, with uh, Rabba and Rava. Rava had uh, changed his mind twice. And at the end, he says you should do it for for, for when you talk about the losesin with chita with wheat because it's matzah shal mitzvah and it should be and you have to have the ability to make it clean, etc. But there's different views over there. But over here, where the chacham said clearly, don't use warm water or hot water, and she did. Then that's uh, maybe the rabbanon gave you a knaster, so you can't learn from one case to another. All right, hanlach kosha. That ends the second parak. Now we begin the third parak, and here we start with the machlokas. Ela over the pesach. The following things. You're over on Pesach. What do you mean over? So it doesn't say over Nalehen, like you're over, you uh, transgressed uh, a mitzvah, but Rashi learns it that way. Rashi says near the first of the wide lines in Rashi, Elo over in Alein Rashi against Rashi and Rambam learned that here you're over Bayarabatsa, even though the things we're going to talk about are not chomets and are not uh, a pure chomets, because only you only the chiv of eating chomets that you get um, kares. Is only because it says only chorus is only for eating direct chametz, meaning pure chametz, not mixed, not a mixture with something else. Uh, so over here, Rashi says. So what we're talking about here is being over by Rabbi Matzah, meaning even though it's a mixture, we're going to enumerate seven different um, uh, seven different um, uh, products over here that are made with different ingredients. And in each case, one of the ingredients is uh, is a grain, like you know, like uh, a grain, either barley or wheat, whatever, and therefore it could become chametz. So Rashi says you're over by Rabbi Matzei, even though if you ate it, 
right? If you ate it, you wouldn't get cars for it. However, you would, there is another mitzvah, a lav of komach metzes, lo tochenu, anything that has any chametz in it, and that's a lav. So we'll see. So there, but is there an issue of bayra by matzah? Tosis and most Rishonim say no. You're not of bayra matzah. It's a special mitzvah of uh, the, the chorus of chametz is only on pure chametz. If it's not pure, there's an isser of lav, as we'll see at the end of the Mishnah. It's a, it's a lav, kol machmetz is lo sochelu. And that pasuk doesn't talk about chorus. It's kol machmetz is lo sochelu. That's a lav. You get malchus for that. But you're not, who says you're over by or by matzah? It could be by or by matzah, according to Tosis and other Rishonim. You're not over by or by matzah on a mixture. In fact, it's not even clear if you have to remove it from your house. But Rashi learns, no, you're over by or by matzah on these items. What are these, these mixture items? What are these items? So Kusach HaBavli. Kusach is a famous uh, Babylonian uh, 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 meal that they made. What was it, 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 uh, it used uh, dry, uh, cr- uh, stale bread crusts with uh, sour milk and salt. It was a common uh, food in, in Bavel. We talk about it many places in Shasi talk about it. It's obviously milchik because they use sour milk. But uh, these things, again, according to Rashi, since there's bread in there, you're over on, uh, you're over by Rabbi Matzei. Uh, again, they're all mixtures, so you wouldn't get cars for eating it, but you're over by Rabbi Matzei. Besides the, the love of that's the first one. Sheikh Ramadai and uh, median uh, beer from Madai. We'll see what all these are. The Gemara is going to explain each one. Bechometz Hadomi and Edomite vinegar. The Zisu Mitzri, it's also kind of a mixture. We'll talk about that. The Gemara will explain what those are. The Zoma and Sheltzvam, a, a dyer's broth. As we'll see, they use, they use chometz in there. Vamil Shotabachem and cook's dough. The Kohen Shelsvam and the Shelsofram and the scribe's paste. It's like a paste or a glue. Well, they're going to scribe all these things. So these things all have chametz uh, in them. Rabbi even women's ornaments. Look more, what do you mean women's ornaments? Well, how are they chametz? We'll see. Zayaklal, koshimimim dogen, anything that came from one of the five grains, wheat, barley, oats, spelt, and rye, hareiz over Pesach. If you, even, if, even if it's a mixture, you're over on Pesach. Harei basar there, v'lav ein b'amishim karis. Karis is only on pure chametz, not if it's mixed with something else. Tanur Let's see the Gemara now. Three things were said about Kusach Bavli. It was like a poor man's food in Babel. It closes the heart. It's not good for the heart. It makes you blind. And weakens the whole body. How is that? Because it's got it's got uh, way uh, uh, it's got uh, um, ingredients or kernels or uh, uh, part of it has got whey. Rashi says that's whey, W H E Y. That's the ingredient of milk. So right away you see from the Gemara that adults didn't didn't weren't uh, big uh, you know very fond or the Torah the Gemara at least was not fond of whey or milk being healthy. And as I said many times, uh, outside in the animal world uh, they don't drink milk. After uh, being weaned, only we do, only adults do, because you got to put something in the cereal and something in the coffee, right? But uh, it's not necessarily healthy, and that's why so many people maybe are lactose intolerant. I don't know. And it blinds the eye, because the salt in there, the salt can blind the eye. So again, maybe this was in those days when they had that very tough salt, and maybe you put it in your eyes. Not clear why salt would blind you unless, unless you got it on your fingers and stuck it in your eyes. The reason for my machronim umakrish esaguf, and it weakens all body. Mishum kamina the the uma because of the stale crusts in there, so that it weakens all body. This is not a very good thing, but poor, poor people ate it. Tanur banigimul dvarim ma'avin zevul. There are three things, three kinds of foods 
that cause a lot of waste to be produced in the body, and they make you bend over, meaning they weaken your body, and they also remove these things, if you eat them, cause you to be blind. Each one of them removes one five hundredth, it's a famous lotion of one five hundredth of a person's eyesight, and that, of course, is improved but with uh, Havdalah, if you drink uh, the wine and Havdalah, Matzah Shabbos, that uh, helps to counter um, the... Um, the debilitory effect of, uh, of, of losing some of your eyesight. Elin, what are these three things that are bad for you? Pas coarse bread, v'sheich new beer, v'yerek chai, okay, new beer, and yerek chai, and uh, raw vegetables. Rosh says if you eat a lot of cress and onions, uh, raw vegetables, if you eat a lot, uh, always, man, harbe, tom, if you eat a lot of that, that's not good for you. Sheich is new beer. We always have in Shechar in the Chum in Tanakh, Shechar is, is date beer, made from dates. In the Gemara, it's like the modern beer, which is ba- basically made from barley, from the hops of, of barley. Three things are the opposite. They, <clears throat> they cause less uh, waste to be produced in the body. Vizokanas come and make you healthy. They make your, they make your stature straight up. And they help your eyesight. The opposite. In other words, these are the opposites of the ones we said are bad. Uh, fine bread, clean white bread, meaning that it's been washed. We don't, mean, we don't mean white bread as opposed to whole wheat bread. It means that, that it's been cleaned. It's been properly cleaned and, uh, and it's very fine. Basa shaman, fat meat, that's good for you. Fat meat's good for you. It may not be good for, your, for, you know, for uh, those who suffer from cholesterol, but uh, the Gemara held that they were good. That was good. The Yanyashin and aged wine. Pasnikia, fine bread. The Samida, uh, from fine, made from fine flour. Busser Shomen. What kind of bus are we talking about? The Tzvirta Delo Iftach. We're talking about a goat, uh, a female goat that hasn't uh, given birth yet. That hasn't, uh, her rechem has not been opened. So we're not talking about all kinds of, uh, of meat, but goat's meat of a female goat that, um, that did not give birth yet. Yain Yoshen, aged wine. Atik. Uh, atik, uh, you know, atik, atik, meaning it's it's old, old wine, meaning it's been very aged. So atik, atik, Rashi says yashin shall shaloshanim. If it's a uh, thing we just had the Gemara in uh, in Baba Basra talks about, if you sell wine, you tell them it's aged for three years and it's aged, aged wine. It's very you know yashin is aged, meaning it's been aged for at least uh, you're into the third year. If you didn't, if it wasn't aged for three years, that's a mekachtos. So, so, so wine is important. New wine is not good. Uh, old aged wine is good for you. So it means atikatiki, meaning it's aged three years. Many products, many food, foods that we eat, uh, they're good for one uh, limb or one um, <coughs> part of the body, right? And it's bad for another part. It might be good for the heart, bad for the liver, whatever it is. Uh, various parts of the body are aided, Sometimes it's good for one, bad for another, and vice versa. What's bad for one is good for another. Bar, except for zangvila, retiva, moist ginger, upilpale richta, and long peppers, upasnakia, and good clean bread, fine bread, ubasashamein, fat, fat uh, uh, meat, yashen and aged wine. These things, the malakal gufa, these are good for the whole body, I guess, except for your arteries, but uh, maybe, the, maybe the fat meat is not so good, but also it could be the fat on meat only of, of this kind of a goat. So maybe that doesn't hurt, the, hurt the, uh, your cholesterol level. In any case, these five things are said are good for the whole body and uh, other um, parts of the body, uh, other foods and ingredients, etc., are usually good for one and not necessarily good for the other parts of the body. 
Sheikh Ramadi, what is this kind of a um, beer made from, uh, from mead? What is medium beer? The Roman may, may sorry, because they put in there uh, barley water. They put barley water in there, so it becomes a chametz. So therefore, you're over on Kol Machmetz Eslo Sochelu, even though it's a mixture, you're high for that. It's a lav. And according to Rashi, you're over on Bali Rabbi Matzah. The chametz Adomi, and Edomite vinegar. The Shadow Beisar, because they put uh, barley right, right into the vinegar. Omar of Nachman. Omar of Nachman. Betchila, Shehoyu Mavian, Nesachim Yehuda. Now, we've talked about, um, we've talked about, you know, this um, vinegar, uh, vinegar and barley. So we said vinegar doesn't necessarily make, may Paris is not machmitzin, is vinegar may Paris or not, whatever it is. But usually we're not talking about something that just had one ingredient, it had other things in there too. And therefore, even if vinegar alone would not be machmitz, but maybe other parts of it would, or, uh, you know, other, other ingredients in there would, uh, would do it. So he says this vinegar might have water, might be made with other things in there. And that, um, and since they put barley in there, that's considered chametz. Amr Nachman, but when they used to bring the sachem in the old days, it would never turn bad. Again, in those days when the Gemara talks about chometz, uh, it's usually wine that went bad. Chometz is like a, it's a vinegar, but it's a wine that went bad, not that was made originally, like today, where they make vinegar directly. So uh, when they were the, the wine in Yehuda was so good that it wouldn't it wouldn't turn bad. It wouldn't turn rancid. It wouldn't turn into uh, into chometz into vinegar. Until they put some barley in there, barley already would uh, would make it uh, would would ruin it and turn it to chametz. That was that was called chametz. Chametz was good wine that was put that barley was put into, and and the barley turned it into vinegar. And as it ruined the good wine, the good aspects of the good wine. Now the Edomites they have the best wine. And their wine doesn't turn into vinegar. Until they put, but now it is, it was originally the, the Jewish people had the best wine. Now the Edomites have it. And that's called the Edomite Chomets. To fulfill the Pesach that says, When I will be uh, happy and, and replenished and in good shape, then uh, the, the, uh, the, one that's, the one that's been destroyed Right, it will be bad. What does that mean? In Malaya Zu, If this one is replenished, the other one is bad. Meaning, when the Jews, when the Goyim are up, the Jews are down, and vice versa. In Malaya Zu, we had by Yaakov and Esav, right? She says, you're going to have twins, one nation will be greater than the other, will we'll fight, will be stronger than the other. So when one is greater, when the Jews are up, the Goyim are down. When the Goyim are, da- are up, the Jews are down. Tanya Amar be Yehuda Berishon originally in Yehuda. If you bought vinegar from an Amaretz, ain't it Laser? You don't have to give Meiser. Because the Chometz that they made, what does that mean? It wasn't really wine. It came from Temet. Temet is like a cheap wine. After the wine has been made, they take the leftover lees in the in the uh, in the in the process, and they pour some water over that, and it's like cheap wine. That wine is not really wine, and therefore you're not chayev to give trumas and ma'isus. And therefore, if you bought if you bought vinegar from that, how did from Amaretz, who is a chasha that he may not give um, a, a you don't have to worry. It only comes from temet. But now, when wine isn't what it used to be, when you buy uh, vinegar from Amaretz, tzarch you have to give meiser because now. Yain is not the same and as fancy and as expensive as it once was. 
and now they use wine, and now the presumably, if you bought chometz from him, it was originally wine, and therefore it achieved to give meiser, and since it still could be drunk, it's still considered a food that you have to give meiser from. So says the Gemara, we're assuming now when Rabbi said, uh, originally when you, bought, um, when you bought vinegar from an Amoritz, he would make it from, from Temed. Uh, basically, he would make this cheap wine from the leftover lees. He would make wine, and that would turn into vinegar, and that's not Chayiv and uh, Meiser, apparently. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Rabbi Yudol that Temed is not, is not Chayiv and Meiser? But Tanan, we learn, Hamed if you make Temed, Vedas and Mayim Bemida, you put water into the leftover, whatever the leftover is, in the leftover uh, uh, wine in the, um, in the process, in the, uh, in the wine press, whatever wine is left over there, right? If you put it in and now you take it out, right? Now you, you, you know, like you put it into the um, uh, strainer. You have the least, you put it into the strainer and whatever comes out, even if it's the same amount, you're not getting any more. And as the amount of water that you put in is the same amount that you get coming out, uh, as he sells, that's chayev and meiser. So even if it just found, it didn't find it, you didn't get any more. You weren't able to pour out any more wine. The amount of water you put in is the same amount you put out you, that you came out with. It's just that it's colored now red. Pots of Rabbi Machayev. Rabbi says you're chayev meiser over there. So how can you say that uh, that Rabbi held that temed is not chayev and meiser? He says originally, if you bought chametz from Amoretz, he made that from temed, which is bad, and therefore it's not really chayev and meiser. Now, if you buy chametz from an Amoretz, you have to give it because he made it from wine. So he says temed, you're not chayev and meiser. You see that Rabbi Yudol's temed is chayev and meiser because it is considered a wine, um, a cheap wine, but it's wine. So. When he said before at the beginning, if you bought a vinegar from a from an amaretz, you didn't have to give meiser. It's not because temet is not chayiv and meiser. It's just that it's so cheap and so inexpensive. It's like water that that the amaretz himself is not suspected of cheating and not taking meiser. The reason you don't have to give meiser is not because uh, it's not because it's not chayiv and meiser, but rather because he can rely that the Amaretz himself gave meiser on temid because it's so cheap, he wouldn't mind spending, giving 10% of that to the levy. Or you, same, or you could say, no, nech should do. They are, they are suspected. Velokasha, habedarvaka, habedaporsini. There's two kinds of temid. If he made the temid originally out of just the kernels of wine that are left over in the, in the uh, wine press, that is so bad. It's so. It's basically just water. It's colored water. That's not chayiv and meiser. But if he made it from uh, the lees in a strainer, and he poured water in there, and he got even the same amount of water, but it was now colored. That's lees in which you're chayiv meiser. So it's not a steer because it depends on the kind of temet. If it's really cheap, it's basically just you. You, you colored the water red. You're not chayiv and meiser. But if it was made from the lees of the, uh, you, know, you poured water into the strainer. And you came out with uh, looks what looks like wine, even though it's temid, it's cheap. It's still chayiv and meiser. Vizisom hamitzri. What is that? Meizisom hamitzri. This Egyptian liquid. What is that? Tan Rabbi Yosef. Tilsasari. It's a third barley. Tilsakurpni. A third safflower. Vatilsamilch and a third salt. Rapapik mapik sari ma'alchita. He says and said it wasn't made with barley. It was made with wheat. Either way, it's a grain. In bechayiv hametz. The simarch. The simon is. The simon is sisni. What, is, what do we mean by the simon? Sisni is a kind of a kli, it's a receptacle. So the simon is sisni, meaning Rabbi Yosef, who has a samach in his name, he's the one who says that it's barley, the, the, third, the grain in there is barley, which is sari. 
a shin of of sa'ari of barley is sounds the same and is interchangeable with the samach from Rabbi Yosef. So if you want to remember who said what, Rabbi Yosef, who has a samach in his name, is uh, he goes together with sa'ari with barley, like the word sisni, which has two samachs in there. And Rapapa, who doesn't have a samach in his name, he's the one who says that it's wheat. All right, so what do you do with these three ingredients? Taralu, you soak them together, v'kalu, and you roast them, v'tachnu, and you grind them, v'shasu, and you drink it, you drink it. When do you drink it? Midifcha baratzarsa, from the, from the Pesach carbon until Shavuos, meaning from Pesach to Shavuos you drink it. That's, what, that's how they made this drink, this Egyptian zisom, right? To come it, <coughs> if a person was constipated, marapile, it, would, uh, it would loosen up his uh, bowels. Udarapi, and if a person... Uh, had a shoshul, mekametle, it would uh, make him more constipated. Lechol uh, a person who is very sick, and to a woman, over on a woman who's pregnant, sakanta, that might, it might be too much of a diarrhea, it might be too much of a laxative, and cause a problem. So a person who's sick or a woman who's pregnant should not drink that. But for other people, it helped them, it worked both ways, both as a laxative for people who were constipated and the reverse for people uh, who had diarrhea. The zoman shall tzvam. So what is that? We said it's the, it's the, uh, the froth of, or the, um, uh, the, the broth, rather, not the froth, the broth of the dyers. What is that? Hachatakimu here in Baba, they said, it's bran water, the tzavibu lacha is the girsa, that they color plant juice with it. In other words, it's, it, it's used as a dye. So it's a it's so it's bran water. So the bran means it's that's chametz in there, and they um, and they dye a certain plant juice, a certain plant juice. They dye it with this uh, bran mixed in, this bran water mixed in, and therefore it's chametz. Amilan shel tabachim cooks dough. What is that? Pas tavua. It's bread of grain. It's bread made from grain shaloi via shlish. That it's not a third grown. It wasn't a third grown. It didn't it didn't ripen. 100% that they put it on top of the pot, and, and it, uh, it absorbs the, uh, the, uh, the steam, you know, the, 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 the yeah, it absorbs the steam of the, of, the, uh, of the pot, meaning, so this kind of a dough, uh, it's made, I guess it's made, it's cheap, it's cheap, and it absorbs the froth coming out of the, uh, of the um, top show, of the, uh, of the pot that's cooking. Okay, so again, this um, uh, this uh, dough that absorbs that uh, it's getting it basically. It's made from it's basically dough that's made with uh, chametz, right? So they put it there. That's why it's called that. It absorbs that. So it's not exactly pure uh, chametz, right? Because it's getting the froth of the other stuff in there of 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 the pot. So again, none of these are pure chametz, meaning chametz by themselves, for which you be chayiv kars for. They're all mixtures of things with chametz. And therefore, they're also, again, according to Rashi, by Rabbi Matzai, according to everybody, you can't eat this stuff. Right. Um, and then we had the kolon shel sofrim. That was, that was like the last one. It was called like the paste of scribes. What does that mean? Here they said, in Bavl, they said it's perurudushkavi. It's like shoemaker's glue. It's a paste that's used as a glue. The shoemakers have two pieces of leather, they've got to stick them together. This is a debilitory, a paste that the rich girls use, because you'll see the rich girls is made out of flour, uh, that they use to remove the hair. The poor girls only had, as we'll see, lime. They didn't have uh, the fine flour, the solace. 
So whatever the, the rich girls left over, uh, whatever they had left over, they left for the poor girls to remove unwanted hair. Aini, I have a ton of Arba Mini Medina. In the seven things mentioned in our mission, the seven concoctions, three of them are for everybody. Uh, sorry, four of them. The first four are for everybody. Those are for general use. For example, Kusach is a food. Shechemare, beer, Chomaz vinegar, Zaysam HaMitzri, that we said, uh, what do you do with Zaysam HaMitzri? It's basically a drink. You drink it from being between Pesach and, and, uh, and uh, Shavuos, uh, and it helps people who have, uh, you know, who have digestive issues. So those, that's for everybody. And the last three were for special uh, artisans, craftsmen, like the uh, dyers and like the, uh, cooker, the, the cook's dough. And this last one, which was uh, for um, the Kohen Shel Sof from this, uh, the scribe's paste. So here they said, it's shoemaker's glue. Rav Shimi said, it's tipon shel It's a debilitory. It's used to remove hair. Well, that's the general use. Any vatan rav arba mine medina. There's four things that are used for everybody. The first four are for everybody. And the last three items mentioned in the Mishnah are for artisans, for craftsmen. If you say that this is the uh, debilitory that the rich girls use, this is not uh, artisan's work. This is something for general use in the public. So what? So if you think it's uh, shoemaker's glue, if you say that it's with the other alternative, that it's not a debilitory, the first chapter where we said, it's shoemaker's glue, so why is it called, uh, why is it called the scribe's paste? You should have said it's the paste of cobblers, of shoemakers. It's really, it is shoemaker's glue. But my because they also use it. It's basically a paste or a glue. Rashi keeps using the word several times, glued, which I think it means glue. That they uh, they the sofim also use it because they um, they they uh, they glue together. You know the different papers. So um, so again, one idea, the idea of shemir chazad that it's uh, it's um, it's used as a debilitory. Uh, is a bit of a problem because it doesn't fit in according to that idea with the four and the three. But if you don't hold like that, Chita, that it's four and three, four general use and three craftsmen, then you could say, no, this is also a general item. He says, even women's ornaments. The Gemara says, what do you mean? What do what women's ornaments, okay, they use like various rouge and uh, saps and, uh, and spices, you know, uh, basically perfumes. So they put that on their neck, but what kind of chametz is over there? Oh, so it means, no, what we're talking about over here is something this, like we say, a debilitory that women use to remove the hair. So right away you see over here, if tachshit noshim means what? Tipule noshim which is what we said before, that fits in by that Rav Shimon Chazana, maybe he was confused, maybe really the Kohen Shal Sofram is the, uh, the paste, the glue that's used by shoemakers and by scribes. And uh, this last item, that refers to the debilitory. Let's say young girls who already started seeing uh, signs of puberty with hair, but they're not yet 12 years old, right? So, the poor girls, they would plaster their skin with lime. They couldn't afford fine flour. They used fine flour. And then, they, and then they, that helped to, put, to peel off the, the hair. The, the princesses, they would use 
Shemnamor, the fancy uh, myrrh oil. Shemnamor, of course, Megillus Esther, right? That's what they use. They only the best for the uh, for the kings, for you know, for the king, for the royalty. My uh, Shemnamor, why is it called Shemnamor? What is that? Not why is it called? It's called Seteches. That's a kind of. That's another word for Shemnamor, and um, a word that they, I guess, they were more familiar with in Babel. Right, he says last time he doesn't know what that is, but that was probably the word that was used in Bible. Rabbi Yirmiya bar Abomar Shemen Zayis. It's olive oil of olives that did not grow a third. But apparently they make good smelling shemen out of that, and that's what the they used it. Or maybe it smelled good, or maybe it didn't smell good. But at least it was used for a debilitory. Because here we're talking about removing hair. Poor girls had to use lime. Rich girls could use fine flour. And uh, royal girls or princesses, whatever, could use this uh, shemen hamor. Tanya Rabbi Yudomer anpikin. What is anpikin? That's shemen zayishlovishlis. That's another word for it. Shemen zayis. But why did they? Uh, why did they rub it on themselves? Shemeshir asaseir. It removes the hair, the unwanted hair. Uma adan asabaser, and it rejuvenates the whole uh, the baser. It rejuvenates the, uh, the the skin. In other words, it's good for removing of the hair and for uh, making the skin look good. All right, we'll stop here at the two dots and we'll pick it up tomorrow. Mitzvah Shem, have a good day, everybody.